You are listening to a Life with Kenny podcast. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go, 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 go. Ninja! You're a ninja? Get out of here, you're a ninja! Yes, I am a ninja. My ninja. What's up, my ninja? This is Kenny here. I'm with my buddy Patrick. Yo. Patrick, how you doing today, buddy? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. That's good to hear. Uh, today we are watching 1992's Three Ninjas. Uh, Patrick, have you heard of the Three Ninjas before? Um, only from you all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we talk, that's all I talk about. That was actually part of the inspiration of starting this podcast was to watch movies like Three Ninjas and the Ninja Turtles, ones that I remember as a kid that probably don't hold up very yeah, well I'm anymore. I'm still preparing myself for like, <laughs> the terrifying CGI turtles. Yeah, that's going to be way in the future. We're going to be stuck with the bad, bad practical right, I'm, suit I'm fine turtles. With the, the terrible ones, yeah. Awesome. Okay, so Three Ninjas. Um, Let's see here. Three Ninjas, 1992 it came out. It's rated PG, and it's called, It's labeled an action comedy family movie. So um, the guy who directed this also, just so you have a heads up of what to expect, he also directed movies like uh, National Treasure. Oh, with Nick Cage. With Nick Cage. Oh. He did both of those. He also oh, wow. did uh, Cool Runnings. You know that one? The I Jamaican, know cool Runnings, yeah. Jamaican bobsled. Uh, what else did he do? He did, uh, sorry, my freaking got to look this up. He did the Meg. The Meg. Oh, uh, the, the, the new that, shark really? movie. Yeah. So. Does that also have Dwayne the Rock Johnson in it? I don't know. I don't think that one does. That's disappointing. I feel like every large creature feature <laughs> needs to have Dwayne in somewhere. <laughs> Even if he's not the main feature. So John Turtletob, the guy who directed this movie, directed Three Ninjas, Cool Runnings, all that stuff. He also did, uh... Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah, I think so I've seen that. He's a big fan of Nicolas Cage. Yeah, apparently so. I mean, Nicolas Cage is probably also very easy to get onto movies. <laughs> Have you seen the stuff that's on Netflix? I'd never heard of that shit before. Yeah. And there's... I was just boshing out some Nick Cage movies like, dude, what character are you? He played a senile FBI agent. He's what not movie even that was old. That? Um, Daylight's End, I think. Oh, what the hell? And he was like actually sundowning. Like forgetting who he was and just going for strolls like at five PM. That's fucking. He's not funny. that old yet, right? He's like he's not Alzheimer's old. Well, the last Nick Cage movie I saw was um, this one called Mom and Dad. Have you heard of that one? Oh uh, no, I've got that on my list. That's where the parents go crazy and start trying yeah. to kill everyone, right? So yeah. if anybody likes just bad shit, crazy <laughs> movies, if you like Nicolas Cage and you want to see him just unleash his inner being. On, like, film. That's the movie to watch. That is... I haven't seen Wicker Man, but I, I feel like that is the realest Nicolas Cage will ever get on film, is Mom and Dad. So... I feel like Nick Cage releasing his animal spirit would be similar to me releasing quite a wet fart. <laughs> Just very, very disappointing and wondering whether or not I need to wipe. <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of people would say the same thing about his career. Yeah, just like level power excitement with one of those. I think. <laughs> All right, so let me give you some more details about The Three Ninjas. So The Three Ninjas, uh, it's starring uh, Victor Wong, uh, Michael Trainer as Rocky, Max Elliott Slade as Colt, and Chad Power as Tum Tum. Now tell me those Sorry, aren't... Sorry, Chad Power? Yeah, tell me those aren't like 
right away the best like martial arts names of all time. Let me say these one more time. Michael Trainer, <laughs> Max <laughs> Elliott Slade, and Chad Power. And these are their real names. These are the real names of the children. So their names wow. in the in the the like movie are Rocky, Colt, and Tum Tum. So their real names. Why did are they more... change the names to make them all sound like obese children? <laughs> Tum-tum. Well, Tum-Tum is kind of... That's kind of the joke that his name oh, is. Right, right, we'll we'll watch fair. that. You'll find that's that fair. out. But, but they uh, all just sound like relatively chubby kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we're going to be getting relatively chubby, chomping down on some McDonald's watching this movie. Uh, so nothing wrong with McDonald's. Let's get In some, moderation. Let's get, well... Which is why I got three burgers. Yeah, if you, if you <laughs> had one more, I'd start calling you Tum-Tum. <laughs> right, right. So, uh... If you're new to this uh, podcast, like we are, (laughs) uh, I like to ask my guests a few questions before we watch the movie and then uh, ask them some more questions afterwards to see if their opinions changed on certain things. So, Patrick, I got a few questions for you, my friend. Do it, do it. Have you seen The Three Ninjas before? I have not. Have you seen any of the movies? Nope. Oh. Not a single one. Have you heard of them? Like before me telling you? Before you mentioned them, not at all, no. Really? I understand there's four of them. Yeah, there's four but movies. But they called it Three Ninjas. They really, really right. missed a trick there. So here's here's a cool thing that happened, okay? Uh, the th- first three movies, the first tr- in the trilogy, um, it, it's the same three, well, mostly the same three actors that play the little boys. Right. Uh, in the second one, the guy who plays the oldest brother got switched out, and then he came back for the third movie, right? Okay. So for the fourth movie... They completely recast the kids because by this point, all the kids were too old. Yeah. And uh, that movie actually has Hulk Hogan in it as well. Wow. And it has, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, I can't think of his real name, but the guy that plays Ernest P. Worrell, like Ernest for the Ernest movies. Do you know those movies? No. No, those, those were a big thing. We'll watch one of those in October. I want to I wanna do some like really bad campy <laughs> horror movies to watch and talk all about right. as well. So... Uh, but, uh, so in the fourth movie, they completely recast the kids and I had posted on our Instagram, the life with Kenny pod Instagram, that we were going to be watching and discussing the three ninjas movies and the guy who plays Colt. So the middle brother of the three ninjas in the fourth movie. So the guy that recast (laughs) the original kids, he commented on the post. Nah. Yeah, here, I'll, re- I'll read you what he said. He actually seemed like a nice guy, but I can also kind of tell that he probably just, like, goes on the uh, Three Ninjas hashtag yeah. and just probably answers it on everybody's thing. But uh, here, here's what he said. His name is uh, on Instagram. It's Big Bang Mike. He's also, uh, I think he was, like, the Red Power Ranger in one of the Power Ranger shows, a too. Big Bang Mike just sounds like the guy that comments on all of your girlfriend's photos. <laughs> right, that's the guy that's slip and sliding into the DMs. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Right. So he played uh, he played a Red Ranger in one of the Power Rangers. Uh, he played Colt in the fourth Three Ninjas movie. He's a four-times MMA champ. He's, uh, like, all all over the place with that stuff, so... Um. Uh, he, he just, I said, uh, hoping to record an episode this weekend on this classic from my childhood. Anyone else have great memories of the three ninjas movies? And he replied, I love it. It was an honor to play Colt in this franchise. So very fucking generic, Yeah. but I thought it was pretty cool that he like responded to it. Right. So, uh, I also commented, uh, 
You gave all us ninety kids, all us nineties kids, hope to learn martial arts in the summer, or in a summer, I guess. Was I ever disappointed when I found out how much work it actually takes? Thanks for the comments. I'm excited to share your performance in the franchise with friends who haven't seen the movie before. So at first I was excited because I thought this was the cult from the original three movies. Oh, yeah. And then, no offense to you, Big Bang Mike, but when I found out it was the the one from the fourth, I was like, oh, this is, this is the PC Cola cult. Yeah, maybe trying <laughs> to just like boost his acting career again. Right. <laughs> Although, like, not to bash him, I think his performance is, well, we'll judge that when we get to the fourth movie because <laughs> you and me are planning on going through this quadrilogy. Oh, yeah. So uh, let me ask you the last couple questions. That was kind of a mini tangent fun fact about what happened. Uh, okay, so guessing from the title, what do you expect the film to be about? Well, the title doesn't say much, but the date, 1992, that's a magical date for movies. <laughs> right. I mean, that's like post-80s. So everyone's just going a little bit fucking weird with films. <laughs> um, yeah, 1992 was the year where you could like release a movie that was supposed to be PG, but actually wasn't really PG. Like, right. there's definitely themes in there that are meant for older people. Right. So 1992 PG, you could let a nipple slip, and there, yeah, there, there yeah. might even you be could a titty easily count. have like you could easily have a bit of tit. <laughs> Minimal tit was allowed, and even the occasional piss. You could have piss or. Well, shit. I guess we're gonna find out if there's piss, shit, or tit. That's gonna be the <laughs> that's gonna be the new segment. Piss, shit, or tit? Question mark. Okay, so so what? So from the movie, you expect it to be just a bit fucking mad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's fair. Uh, how do you think this film was received? Um, probably like by kids, pretty well. Yeah, a lot you, of parents were probably left very confused at the end of it, right. trying to find some kind of meaning. But Well, I'll tell you right now, it's got a 36% meta score, so in general, that's like its average rating. It's got a 5.2 out of 10 on IMDb, mm. so it's kind of in the middle ground. Yeah, I've never, I've never really agreed with many film reviews before, because yeah. a lot of like horror films that have bad reviews are often quite good. It's the ones that like leave things a little bit open at the end. Mm-hmm. People walk out without any closure. And then I'm sat there like, fuck. <laughs> Scary shit, man. Right. So like, I don't know. I like giving films a chance, even if they have terrible reviews. Because you never know. It's, that, it's subject to opinion, isn't it? That's going to be the beauty of this podcast is we're going to watch the bad movies or ones that potentially have bad reviews and actually let you know if they're worth watching. Cause yeah, man. You know, sometimes you just need somebody to take that bullet and, you know, not be super overly critical about everything and just talk about how fun a movie was. Because I think sometimes that's overlooked. Everybody's looking for the new artistic masterpiece in movies and nobody's looking for the fun anymore. Yeah. So I am worried that one day we might push that a bit far and watch a movie so terrible that we don't come back after doing the intro. I... <laughs> I really hope that happens, but I will make you come back after to yeah, finish that movie. You just be chasing me around the block. Well, <laughs> then I'll do it on my own I and just tell them. I don't want to fucking do it anymore, man. It'll just be ram- recorded ramblings of you running away screaming. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I, sh- uh, I sh- got the last last question here. Yep. 
Uh, do you think you'll like the movie? I mean, probably. <laughs> I've liked every movie so far, even right. if it was a massive piece of shit. So. I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed you couldn't watch Black Dynamite with yeah, us, man. but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll hopefully get the Three Ninjas tr- quadrilogy to bring you back in. Yeah, I'm so. excited. Let's do it. All right, so we're going to go watch this movie, and we'll be back to talk about it in a little bit here. Twelve seconds later... All right, we're back from watching the Three Ninjas, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, we are. Let's let's hear some initial thoughts, buddy. It was um, it was, it was something. <laughs> okay, let me ask you the post-show questions here. Go for it. Um, do you think this movie could be made today? I don't think you'd find child actors anywhere near that good today. Right. Not even close. Yeah, they were pretty phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, they were they were something. They were all very well coordinated, actual like fucking karate kids as well. Oh man, some of those fight scenes were <laughs> better than some a- adult actor fight yeah. scenes. I've like seen. if it was realistic, the kids would have been dead five minutes in. <laughs> but aside from that, did anybody die in that movie? That one guy did. Yeah, the grandpa fucking knifed him at the end. Threw a knife Just at him straight in his fucking lung, man. And he almost killed the main villain, but he saw his grandkids. Oh, yeah, yeah. And... he almost killed him. I feel like the grandkids were rooting for him. Like, fucking do it, grandpa. <laughs> Kill him. Kill him. Piece but... of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Their dad would have like, been. They wanted happy. that guy dead as fuck. Their dad would have been happy with that outcome. Oh yeah, man. Uh, what would you change? Um, probably the overweight grandpa. Um, <laughs> actually i mean at least <laughs> when you give the grandpa a stunt double make sure the stunt double is also <laughs> overweight otherwise it just makes it very unbelievable no at one point there was actually a stunt double wearing a fat suit <laughs> like because the, the fat suit was literally just love handles right you could just see those big old beefy bits of meat sticking out of the side of the guy and he was doing flips and somersaults and all fucking sorts of stuff but then, I mean, the kids had some pretty bad stunt doubles as well. Right. Like, as soon as they the the kids were suddenly in ninja suits, <laughs> and these things were just doing, like, cartwheels, backflips, all sorts of ninja moves. Like, they were about six foot tall, as right. opposed to being, like, inches right. off the ground. <laughs> these guys were just, they were, like, taller than the grandpa all of a sudden. Yeah. It was so dumb. So, I... I know you were writing a lot of stuff down, so I hope you still have that so we can talk about that. Oh, in a I bit. do, yeah. I got some okay. stuff. Uh, who would you cast as the three ninjas? The three ninjas? I would probably get all of the kids that were in It, the remake. Oh, yeah? They would be phenomenal. And I'd probably make it a little bit more like um, adult as well. Like, have the kids actually kill a couple guys. <laughs> Just like super brutal. Like it starts really nice, right. really, really nice, you know. And then those guys come across in the first scene and they just get fucked up. Yeah, those kids handle ninjas with like no problem. Oh, literally no problem, yeah. No problem at all. Okay, so here's the next question. This one's an important one, Patrick. All right, okay. Do you regret watching it? Ah, uh, I mean, no. It was it was very easy to keep track of what was going on and like some of the previous ones we've watched. So like, I found myself getting a little bit bored towards the end because I was like, I can pretty much piece this together now. Right. But the last couple we watched, I was like, fuck, what's happening still? I don't know who these people are. They've just introduced five new characters and there's like three minutes left of the movie. 
Yeah, there was like that one ninja guy who had the face paint. He was the only ninja without wearing goggles. Yeah, he sh- he should have been there more often. Like that, I feel like there probably was a, a few more scenes with him in. I feel like and they he cut them. he should have been instead of the the fat grandpa doppelganger. Yeah, he should have. <laughs> he been should the, have been yeah, like the definitely. main henchman of the bad guy. Because yeah. like, but I don't know. If I'd have seen that overweight grandpa like trying to break into my house, I'd have probably just let him. <laughs> yeah. Because like he's going through some stuff. He used to be in way better shape. He's probably realizing that. He just needs a minute. Just let him climb up the fucking window in through the door. He's just having his Maybe, third midlife crisis. Yeah. If he takes my TV, then I'll say, no, come on. Have the kettle instead. <laughs> Take that. Don't worry about the TV. That's too much for me to get down the that's, window. That's such an English thing to steal. <laughs> Have the kettle. Yeah, I mean, most English people, if you try and steal their kettle, you'll get beheaded. They'd be but... like, "Have the TV." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'd say, "Have everything else. Don't take the kettle or the tea bags." <laughs> Dear God. All right, so let's talk about this movie. So the the synopsis of this movie, I'll, I'll just read that and then we'll talk about All it. All right, cool. Young cool. siblings Rocky, Colt, and Tum Tum. Uh, arrived to their summer stay with their ninjutsu master grandpa who passed down his vast knowledge of martial arts to the boys. But they're accosted by the criminal Snyder, a rogue ex-student of grandpa's who kidnaps the boys as part of a scheme to get their FBI agent dad, Sam. Uh, But Snyder doesn't know just how skilled his abductees are. So... (laughs) Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about how, like, this movie just jumps all over the fucking place. Like, it's, it's almost like there was, like, four different mini-movies in one movie. Well, yeah, we got halfway through the movie, and then it was Home Alone for 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that was something. Right. It, it, was, it was Karate Kid, then Home Alone, then I'm not sure. Have you seen Karate Kid? I have seen first one i think right okay haven't seen the remake we might have to watch the remake because the remake what do you know about the remake i know that one of will smith's offspring (laughs) is in it right that's about it do you know the martial arts master teacher is jackie chan oh really yeah interesting we need to watch some fucking jackie chan movies we can't do jackie uh, chan is fucking nuts though you can't do a podcast on martial arts without jackie chan like Mm. that's absurd that's fair Okay, so <laughs> this movie starts off, and you're introduced. There's a voiceover of the characters, the three boys, talking, and they're, like, talking, I would say, pretty similar to how, like, me and my brother would talk when we were younger. We, like, kind of fighting and, like, correcting each other, and, like, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of funny how that, like, starts off. And uh, I'm not going to lie, like, I'm probably going to rate this movie higher that I probably would have if it wasn't nostalgic for me. So we'll talk about yeah, that later. You've got a very biased opinion. But watching it. it through like a nostalgia lens, like this movie just yeah, it it made me feel more than Drake albums make other people feel like <laughs> this brought up shit, man. Okay, so these three boys they're like talking about how they're spending the summer with their grandpa and it cuts to them just like trying to get the jump on their grandpa. And like, yeah, and by, by trying to get the jump, we mean fucking straight up trying to kill the guy. <laughs> J- jumping in front of his car so he slams on yeah. the brakes. And trying then... to give him heart failure. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which won't happen because the guy's fucking 90 years old and takes on a <laughs> still doing freaking naval ship full yeah. of ninjas. 
I mean, maybe he's got like because of the severe center of gravity that he has as a result of the beer belly. <laughs> you know, maybe he's got a, a massive advantage in terms of being a ninja. Right. Because <laughs> you, you, he's like one of those dolls that you, you you punch and it just comes straight back up. Yeah, there there was a doll in uh, one there, of those montages doll, yeah. that they uh, feel like were the practicing grandpa was on. using that for something else. Oh yeah. As well. <laughs> The light up spots. Yeah, yeah, like that. He's been practicing <laughs> some moves on there that aren't to do with ninjas whatsoever. So, so yeah, that would explain why the groin was light up. <laughs> yeah, the groin was a big, big hitbox. <laughs> okay, so let's tell people who don't know what we're talking about. So, in the three ninjas, it's these three kids. Their grandpa's teaching them martial arts, and there's a dummy that he gets them to practice. I think he calls them just like pressure points, but he reiterates later that they're spot they're kill spots yeah because he says if you're off by an inch he goes kill or not kill yeah the right difference between life and death is an inch which S- i would beg to differ well <sighs> <laughs> ah, there we go and he's finally caught <laughs> amazing <laughs> so <laughs> oh you're so proud of yourself for that one i can see it oh, fucking dead. you're dying over there Three inches is plenty. This guy's never been so proud of an inch <laughs> joke in his life. <laughs> so the, the funny part is he's basically teaching these kids, his, his grandsons, how to kill people. And then later on, they end up using these moves on a guy. And the guy just kind of cringes. He doesn't die. I, uh, yeah. The grandpa doppelganger later on. Oh, steroid grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grandpa. He's a big old boy. <laughs> He's a big old boy. Yeah, he, so, he just kind of just topples. He just topples. <laughs> Nothing else really happens. And he kind of lays their grunt in for a bit. He looks like... Have you seen Austin Powers? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if those movies would be considered... Well... Because he does do jujitsu. <laughs> he does something. <laughs> he does judo chops. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that would count. Well, no, we'll, probably not. Yeah, we'll it's discuss just a it. Fun movie if to we watch. run if we run out of actual martial arts movies, we might yeah, get man. there. But so he reminds me of the guy from the first Austin Powers movie that throws his hat. Yes. He's like a mimic of odd job he from could the Bond be the movies. Same guy. Oh no. He might be the same guy. But I found out actually the other day, I don't know why I was Googling Austin Powers, but I found out that that guy from Austin Powers is like a convicted sex offender now. <laughs> oh, what? That's... for throwing the hat? Oh, really? Like that guy? Yeah, he's he's Oh, I thought uh... you meant Michael Myers. No. Like, Shit, really? <laughs> no, Michael Myers is uh he's fine. <laughs> he's doing he, just fine. He married an axe murderer, so he's he's doing oh, okay. well. <laughs> <laughs> so uh okay, so uh these kids are training with their grandpa. Uh you're you're under the impression that they've been doing it all summer long. And, uh, there's a, I don't even know where to start, man. There's a scene where they, they're cooking food and they're all fighting about how to plate these dishes. And we see like Tum Tum, the youngest, he, uh, flicks the food at (laughs) random plates. Oh, he is launching it across the room. Right. And the grandpa's on the phone with their mom. Like, I think it was their mom, right? Yeah. And he's like fighting with her about something and... The kid just, like, launches these noodles into the grandpa's face. Yeah, but, like, any time all three kids are in, like, just a domestic scene. Like, there's the three kids, and then there's, like, either the chubby grandpa or the mum or the dad. 
it's fucking chaos. <laughs> the, the music, for some reason, is like obscenely loud. Well, you can sum you can sum up that chaos with one line in this movie. The mom goes, "You think being a ninja is hard? Try being a mom." Yeah, man. Like <laughs> three kids is too many kids. I think. Let alone kids that know how to use throwing stars and yeah. nunchucks. Like you try and tell the kid off, and he fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I just I mean, busted they, out they some could, nunchucks. They actually use nunchucks, though. They were, like, flinging them around. Oh, man. Uh, what's his name? Rocky, the actor who played Rocky. He had, a bl- he had a black belt for two years before this. Wow. Fuck. Okay. So, I think the green belt is higher or something like that. I don't, I don't know specifically. But I, I know he had idea. a black belt by the time he was 12. So, uh, I think in this movie, the kids were, like, 8, 10, and 12, or that's what they were supposed to be. Yeah, one of them was real small. But he was 8? <laughs> yeah. He uh, yeah, so he was just really small for his size. Okay, so let's talk about like uh, the character traits, like who, to, like your first viewing of this movie. Who are Rocky, Colt, and Tum Tum? Because for well, me, well, at least two of the kids are the Kazoo Kid. <laughs> so... Wait a minute, <laughs> who are you? Like, at least two of them are that guy. Not sure who the other one is. Rocky, Frosty's <laughs> kid, maybe. I don't know. So. Uh, Rocky's like the, uh, cool older brother who is starting to get into girls. Yeah. Which they hit home with the song Rocky Loves Emily, which they sing (laughs) like six times in this movie. Such a good jam. Rocky Loves Emily. Turned into a remix. Yeah, man. So, uh, Colt is the middle brother. He's portrayed as like a little bit of a hothead, I'd say. Yeah, he's um he's the rowdy one. Right. He's the mate that you take out to a bar and would probably start on an inanimate object. <laughs> <laughs> oh, would you fucking stay, dude? Yeah. Oh, you know, dude, seriously, dude. Yeah. So then uh Tum Tum is the youngest one and the reason his name is Tum Tum is because I loved that kid, man. That was me. He just eats everything. I say it was me, that is me now like, still. The it was basically Chris Farley. <laughs> yeah, it was young As a Chris kid, Farley. Like from Beverly Hills Ninja because there's even a scene where they're like in a life or death situation. They're trapped and they're like there's a potential for them to die and the kid just goes, I don't care who sees us as long as they bring us pizza. <laughs> 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 like, so fuck. It's like never a, a truer statement has been told. <laughs> Anybody who saves you just have yeah. pizza. Like, I mean, like imagine you're in a life and death situation, right? Right. You sat there in a room on your own. You're locked away. Someone comes to save you. Fantastic. But then it happens again. Someone comes to save you, but this time they have pizza. <laughs> Guaranteed you're more excited about the one that comes with pizza. <laughs> That's true. So like the third time that you get kidnapped, the guy comes to save you and you're like, no, no, it's cool. I'm going to wait for the guy that has pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and he just never shows up. Yeah, and then you die. Yeah. Well, you could have pizza though. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> die in holding out for pizza. That's probably how I'm going to go out. Just to die holding pizza. <laughs> Yeah, that's a sad existence, my friend. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Okay, so, on it. so the grandpa, the grandpa is basically uh, pushing ninety by the looks of it. 
I mean, yeah, he's, he was among the first three living organisms on the planet. Right. So, And this guy, I, I don't know what else I've seen him in, but I know for a fact he's in the Three Ninjas movies, obviously. But I know he's also in Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, probably. I think his name's Victor Wong. Victor Wong. Uh, he's he's like a pretty like well-known actor, but you were kind of like thrown off by his eye? Yeah, his he was. He had like I, a Forrest Whitaker thing. Going I thought on, he was eh? just like a just a squinty old grandpa, you know, what, the, just that look that a lot of grandpas give you. Just a little kooky. Yeah, but right. no, like he that stayed like that for the whole film. Yeah, well, I watched Big Trouble in Little China like last week, and that movie was filmed probably like eight to ten years before this one, and he still had the wonky eye back really? then. So maybe we should just watch his movies in reverse chronological order. That's chronological. In case anyone was wondering how that's pronounced, that is not how you do it. Well, now it is. Yeah. <laughs> Just watch them in like reverse order to see when it actually happens. I don't know. I, I'm curious now. I'll have to look that up just for fun to see what the deal is with that. But yeah. I had you convinced he had a stroke and you, you felt like such an <laughs> asshole <laughs> yeah. for criticizing I'm sat there fucking roasting this guy's <laughs> gammy eyeball for being all weird. And he's like, dude, he had a stroke. Whoa. <laughs> you, you just sat back and like <laughs> shame. It was funny. <laughs> okay, so then the grandpa and the kids make dinner. The grandpa gets noodles thrown in his face, and then it cuts to them eating dinner, but there's no noodles anywhere to be yeah, found. Like it's they like, just let Tum Tum cook for the sake of it. Like, we're not actually going to eat this shit. Yeah. Let's just let him have a go on the pan. It's like those kids when you give them, like, that Play-Doh kit that looks like food. <laughs> and you know they're going to fake eat it, and you're yeah. going to be like, yummy, spaghetti. And then mm. you're just going to throw that shit out and eat, so like, good. actual food. So they're, 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 like, dishing up rice and salad, which, like interesting meal dish but whatever yeah i feel like they just needed food props for that scene. <laughs> yeah. they were just like jim just, what do you have in the van just a random tomato slice full tomato slice yeah. on the salad <laughs> i'm like all right <laughs> so then it cuts to uh a mask on the wall with red eyes starts lighting up and an alarm starts going off and uh Oh yeah, that's, oh, no, that's there's when, a yeah. there's a there's a scene in between where it shows it. They're like uh, they say something about their dad, and if he's gonna be home when they get back from the summer, and their grandpa's like, "Well, I, I'm not sure, kids. Your dad has a dangerous job." And then it cuts to this guy driving a limo into a warehouse. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it it shows this guy with like a freaking Steven Seagal ponytail standing by a bunch of boxes. And the, the limo driver rolls up, gets out, opens the back door, and, and out comes... Em emerges this Italian-Saudi Arabian. The bloke. whitest Saudi Arabian yeah. guy I've ever and seen. And he fucking walks up to him, and the, the other guy, the big boss man in the white suit, says, do you have the money? He's like, yeah, I got the money. Why do you want it? <laughs> so Saudi Arabian. <laughs> Just, so Saudi Arabian. Unbelievable. Like, okay, let's, let's, not, let's drive this home. Uh... Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder in blackface was more passable than this guy in Saudi <laughs> Arabia. Yeah. And of course, they're dealing uh, like missiles of some sort. So of course, the guy's a Saudi Arabian, yeah, that's like it, Sultan yeah. guy. And uh, to show him that he has the, uh, the the missiles on on site, he decides to break open one of the boxes with his elbow. 
after summoning up Chi for like a good 30 seconds. Do you <laughs> yeah. remember that? Just yeah. like 30 seconds of him making hand gestures and breathing yeah. deeply. And Give then me he. Two seconds, must charge batteries. <laughs> he, he elbows the crate open <laughs> and incides a missile, and you're like, first of all. <laughs> yeah. I the fucking finger came out. One minute. <laughs> I had like, to pause it, and you were like... <laughs> I had a rant about the crates. I actually went on a full rant about the packaging of the missiles. Let's let's talk about this rant. You Give this rant for the listeners. So, I thought, first of all, if you're going to package missiles, don't put them in wooden boxes, for fuck's sake. <laughs> that can get wet, it can get rotten. I don't know where you're transferring them to, but you don't know it's right. going to be dry. Or at least throw some fucking packing peanuts yeah, in there. Like some <laughs> bubble wrap. Bubble wrap, at least. For missiles, the rockets were just loose. Yeah, they were just... They were just They loose. were just heads of RPG fucking... <laughs> just cutting about in this wooden box that could have broken open any That's minute. That's some Saudi Arabian guy just had sitting in the fucking back yeah, of a man. limo. Poor fucking UPS driver. Oh, no, he was buying them. Up. That's what it was. Yeah, he was trying to purchase them, yeah. Right. Like, it just really, really frustrated me. Se- second of all, don't be throwing your elbow at yeah. m- missiles. <laughs> just, like, quite sensitive objects, and you're slamming your fucking limbs in there. It's like giving a kid a hammer and asking him to look for landmines. He's just <laughs> whacking around at the ground. He's like, what's here? <laughs> like, that guy's fucking lucky that didn't backfire That's on amazing. him. amazing. But... Like, they... I would I could make a supercut of this movie and the credits would roll at we about should, 10 We alternate. should do that. We should yeah. we should discuss we should make a list of times during movies where it's like fuck it one thing changes yeah and the movie and ends. end credits were like there's that one point those robbers have those kids cornered and they all pull out their pistols. <laughs> yeah. And I just look at you and I'm like what the fuck yeah. and you're like yeah they just shoot the kids and the credits roll <laughs> and I'm like dude. <laughs> It's fucking dark. Maybe but... he puts his elbow through the box. Boom. Right. Credits. <laughs> so and... then you f- you find out that the 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 <laughs> the undercover sultan Saudi Arabian yeah. is is the dad. Is that who that no, was? No, no, no. That was I don't. Or he, was another... he was never seen again. I was another cop. Yeah. He, he said surprise FBI. Like oh wow. Yeah. He's no a Saudi Arabian that. that rolls up and he goes hey <laughs> surprise. <laughs> I got my ID badge hey, here. Yo, it's me. <laughs> fucking dumbass. It's like when he introduced himself to the fucking guy, he was like, my name's Mark. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the least Saudi Arabian dude ever. Hey, yo, it's Joey. <laughs> like, it could only be more, like, ridiculous if he was carrying, like, a shimitar or whatever those fucking <laughs> yeah, curved swords are called. He arrives on a camel. Like, he had the fucking shitty mustache and everything. Did, and it was yeah. just like, man, like... Yeah, okay, so then the dad shows up, and he's like, FBI, and the guys storm the place, and uh, the main bad guy, I can't remember his name, we'll just call him Ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> so Ponytail is like, oh, you have me surrounded, and he grabs the Sultan and uses him as like a fucking body shield so yeah, that they and don't then shoot him. Knocks and then, him out and carries him away. And then ninjas drop down from the roof and ambush the <laughs> FBI. <laughs> yeah. And then the guy runs away with the uh, the briefcase of money, and uh, he like gets away to a hallway, and he stops and checks the money, and he's so proud of himself. He checks out that there's like two bills on top, and then he checks more, and it's all fake money, and he just kind of, you could tell he's just like about to lose his shit. Yeah. He looks up, and these two fucking redneck worker-looking dudes are like, 
freeze. <laughs> and I look at you and I'm like, two fucking guys. This guy just, just like so brave to bust open a crate yeah. with his elbow with missiles in it. It's going to look at box. these two guys with a shotgun and be like. It was the most like yeah. copy and paste freeze. <laughs> freeze. See, I've ever seen like the stance and everything. Okay, let's talk about Super the. Super wide legs, straight you're talking, arms. You're talking copy and paste. Let's talk about the. <laughs> the whole movie. It was the same kid going, Aya! Aya! Over that, like, and over again. That probably wasn't even any of the kids in that movie. There was one other kid that came to the audition and right. did that bit really well. Yeah, they had him come acting. over and do like yeah. voiceover at the end, ADR <laughs> yeah. to do like, just like, okay, these kids connected and they didn't have enough. Ah, yes! So yeah, let's well, throw them well, in how's here. How's the scene sounding? Get some, <laughs> get some more hair in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just fucking slamming loads in post-edit. Like, right. Yeah. So, then, so then it cuts back to the grandpa. And, and well, you find out uh, the that ponytail is the bad guy. And he knows the grandpa. And somehow they know that the grandpa has a daughter who's married to the FBI agent that happened to just, like, try to bust him. Yeah. Makes no sense how this guy just knows this, but he knows. So they're like, okay, let's go visit our, like... Japanese friend so they go visit the grandpa the bad guys do and you don't really know what the connection is yet so then that's when the mask lights up with the red eyes and it tells the uh, the boys and the grandpa that somebody's there it's kind of like an alarm system they have rigged up on the property right yeah I guess and then uh, <laughs> the grandpa goes outside and the three kids are just like <laughs> they're on the porch and they start arguing like hey move let me see and the grandpa <laughs> just goes he basically goes Shut the fuck up and be adults. Like he basically tells just them Just grabs Tum Tum's face and pushes him behind him. <laughs> Act like ninjas. <laughs> so these kids smarten up and the grandpa walks out. And then all of a sudden the grandpa's in like fucking martial arts stance ready to fucking rumble. Yeah. And <laughs> Ponytail and like seven ninjas jump out of the fucking car. And they surround the grandpa. Oh, yeah, and he's, he's just there in full-on stance, ready to go. Right, so you know shit's about to go down. Yeah, and then nothing happens for about a minute straight. And one of... Oh, yeah, it's old Tum-Tum. Walks up behind him and just slams a spatula straight up one of the ninja's asses. Oh, it wasn't a spatula, it was fucking salad tongs. <laughs> he had salad tongs that he took into two pieces and he started beating them. One side was like the spatula side and Incredible. the other side was that weird spoon. Oh, the spork thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he Amazing. starts beating up ninjas with a spork. <laughs> that was incredible. And then the, there was that whole fight scene where the ninjas just got fucked up by these kids, man. <laughs> Like, at least three of them were no longer able to conceive children because they took so many hits to the nutsack. Right. This was after they did the dummy testing, so these kids just learned. Oh, like, yeah, these kids you... knew just to grab them testicles and tear. And at one point in the fucking movie, grab their brother and just use him as a battering <laughs> ram. <laughs> yeah. Probably delivered about as much force as a car going one kilometer an hour. <laughs> right. And then this guy flies into the, like, off of the fucking set. Yeah, that was fuck, man. Those ninjas. I just looked at you, and, and you were just—I could tell you were in like disbelief. You were like, "There's no." You—you you even said it. You're like, "There's no fucking way these kids pack that much force with a punch." <laughs> just like these tiny prepubescent boys, right? With like absolute little ham hands, fucking throwing punches and kicks galore. 
there's no way they would send a fully grown man flying. Right. So, well, some of my favorite bits <laughs> in general, like comedy wise, are the ones where they have the fight scenes, but they keep doing shit over and over again, and the ninjas just don't learn. Like, there's <laughs> yeah. the one where he keeps jumping over this table, and the kid keeps rolling back and forth, and it <laughs> happens, like, no less than seven times before he, like, hits him in the face with a flower pot or yeah. some shit. And then the other kid hits him in the nuts, and then again with the flower pot. Right. Then he throws a flower pot into him. He dodges that one, and then doesn't realize the flower pot comes back. <laughs> is yeah, that what like, happened? Yeah, because it's on the fucking rope, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Some Home Alone stupid. shit. Yeah. There was a lot of Home Alone <laughs> like, ideas in there. Right. For sure. So then uh, they're fighting the ninjas, and they, they these three kids happen to take on six ninjas. While they, What is a grandpa doing? Is he even fighting anybody at this point? I don't know. He might still be stood there with the rest of them waiting for his cue. I think he was... Was he? Did he fight think, the bad guy? I think he was in until... the middle of fighting. Oh no, he did fight the bad guy, Ponytail. No, they they had a stern discussion. And then he grabbed the grandpa's hand. Oh yeah, and twisted it a little bit. Because they kind of fought, but not like seriously. Yeah, they just had a strong talking to. Basically told them like, it, uh, you better get your son-in-law off my back because it'd be a shame if he was gone and nobody could protect your daughter. And yeah. then the grandpa reacts to that and the dude grabs the grandpa's hand and like, twists it and that's pretty much it the dude's like yeah take the money and get your son off my back or son-in-law off my back and yeah. if you don't like or else type shit he like makes that threat and then they leave and the grandpa just acts like nothing happened yeah. but before they leave you, you pointed something out which i didn't notice immediately um the guy whistles just like <laughs> yeah. the strongest whistle you've ever he's heard. He's whistling for these ninjas that they just beat the fuck out of to like gather together and he holds his fingers like, At like least six inches, inches yeah. away from his face and then I hear this <laughs> <laughs> and they just fucking roll. So, and the way they shot it is they purposely shot it at a side angle of his face so you could see him whistling but it was almost like the worst way to film that whistle yeah. from like that they, angle. They reshot loads of other stuff that day and then didn't have time to do that bit. Right, so like if you would have shot from the front, it could have still looked like he was whistling. Oh yeah, for sure. But because they shot from the side, you could tell the yeah, dude is just holding his full fingers. full on saw how far away he was. <laughs> right. So then those guys leave. The grandpa becomes conflicted about what to do because on one hand, you know, he's he's a stand like a stand-up citizen he's a stand-up guy you know i'm a stand-up guy <laughs> and uh he doesn't really know what to do like take the money or not so you at this point you think the grandpa's just this awesome dude and then later you find out he's not so awesome when you find out he was actually working with the bad guys oh, yeah. before yeah they find out that he was partners with him they so, had some dojos or something so the grandpa doesn't really act on the threats so then <laughs> the boss is like it doesn't really act <laughs> <laughs> very true you know what i like the grandpa i think he's a, a like a passable actor i just think that the fight scenes were he wasn't in the fight scenes well, well he... <laughs> yeah he was that's in the true. movement between fight scenes, that's but never true. the actual that's fight true. scenes. There was a lot of footage of him getting up. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like that was just recorded like off camera. <laughs> right. So then uh, 
The bad guy goes, Ponytail goes, hey, I need you to get some people and kidnap these kids and I'm going to hold them hostage until my business is done so that the FBI agent, that's their dad, doesn't, like, interfere. And his right-hand man, who has another really fucking weird accent, do you remember that? The guy with the glasses? Yeah, so, like, at this point, the boss and even his little office fucking administrator bloke that's just a complete wetty <laughs> they've both had quite a lot of lines at this point and still you have no idea where the fuck they're from exactly like well hey man how's it going it, it doesn't it's like almost american but they've not quite lived in america long enough to completely blend in right like me and one of the first things you said was when we saw a ponytail, you were like, "Oh man, is this another freaking <laughs> <Yeah>. British bad guy?" <laughs> he just looked like a British guy straight up, but he wasn't. To no, your no. surprise. So, like, we we decided to add criteria to the bad guy sheet, right? Which is either British accent or white suit. White suit. Yeah, which... you can pretty much guarantee. Or white ninja, if you're talking Miami <laughs> <Yeah>. connection. <laughs> so then, difference. Uh, so then. Uh, they basically try to like figure out who's gonna kidnap these kids, and then the freaking right, like right hand man, I guess the guy with the glasses. Oh, what he would says you? He says he's got some connections. How would, would you describe this guy in comparison to Ponytail, the boss? Um, What's his name again? I'm gonna look that up. Wet cloth. <laughs> no, I mean like the boss's name. Uh, so then. He says he he has a nephew and some other guys that have done deliveries for them, I think he said. Which I I think was like collecting money and shit. And the boss is like, okay, well, call them up. But if they fuck up, then they're going to have consequences, right? So then it cuts to them calling up or like these three three fucking dudes in a convenience store. And they're so very, like, you looked at me when this happened and you were like, is this fucking Bill and Ted? Because these dudes sounded like, like, I described it as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles if they were just, like, humans, but, like, schmucks who didn't know martial arts. They were just (laughs) fucking, like... Just guys. They were a bunch of, like, shaggy dudes from Scooby-Doo, like, shaggies, but, like... Yeah, they they were good characters, though. Yeah, they, they were, were like they were funny. As I fuck. honestly think they might be my favorite characters from yeah, the movie. They are just hilarious consecutively. Right, and they did the freaking accent and acting like a Valley Boy very well, yeah. like Surfer dudes. Yeah, like okay, so like the shot that introduces these guys, it shows Surfer Babes magazine, and they have it open, and they're talking about how bodacious this babe looks. Check out that body, bro. And they turn the magazine in, and it starts flipping out, and he's like, man, I'd ride that all up and down the beach. <laughs> and I look at you, and you're just kind of like, what the fuck? And then it cuts to the, the what's inside the magazine, and it's just a picture of a surfboard. Yeah. <laughs> they're talking about a surfboard. <laughs> And you're like, oh man, I know where this movie's going now. Like that's when it kind of clicks, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, dude. There's gonna be a lot of like nods to stupid jokes, but <laughs> yeah. nothing's ever gonna pay off. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. <laughs> so then it shows them getting like he tells the one guy to get nacho cheese, the other guy to get something else, and then he walks. The main guy walks up to the register. <laughs> yeah. Open the cash register, dude. 
and then he pulls out a handgun. <laughs> That's right, I'm grabbing you. And then his pager goes off. Yeah. Surf boys with a pager <laughs> was something that didn't quite sit right with me. What didn't sit right with me was like, can we use your phone, dude? Yeah, <laughs> like they're they robbing the polite. dude's store. Very polite. They're robbing his store and asked to use his telephone. Like, wouldn't the first thing you do, like, rip the telephone out of the wall or something so he couldn't use it? I don't know. Fucking idiots. So then they're sitting there chewing nacho cheese, fucking calling their boss on a phone in the middle of a store they're robbing. Nobody's coming. Yeah, I don't know what they did with that guy. Like, <laughs> exactly. I, did they just fucking straight up kill him? Did they? Is he just bleeding out behind the counter? Did they just lock him in the freezer with, like... <laughs> Beach Babes magazine to read? Or <laughs> yeah, like... they dropped him a copy so he didn't get bored. <laughs> so then um, they, they basically say that they'll do the job and uh, they're going to kidnap the kids, give them the address, and it, it shows these guys are so dumb that it's like, okay, the address is 236 this avenue, whatever it is, right? Let's say Crenshaw. 236 Crenshaw. So then the guy on the phone looks at his buddy, he goes, alright dude, you be two. And then he looks at his other buddy, he's like, you be three, and I'll be six. And he's like, all right, dude, we got the number. And, like, each of those guys are so stupid that they have to remember an individual number. <laughs> so in my head, I'm like, oh, man, I really hope they go to the wrong house because they're so stupid. They, like, remembered it as 326 or something like that. But they don't. That doesn't lead to anywhere. No, they go to the right house. And then they just sat outside it, and they realized that the guy that lives there is, like... FBI. Yeah, he's some sort of, like, police officer or something. So, so they decide to come back the next day, and they just look no, at each no, other no. and say, Slurpee? Yeah, he, goes, <laughs> he goes, hey, dude, you want to get a Slurpee? And the guy's like, dude! And then he looks at the other dude, he's like, dude! And that's, like... That's their affirmation that, yes, yeah. indeed, we would like a yes. Slurpee. A Slurpee would be fantastic, dear boy. <laughs> so then they peace out and get some Slurpees, yeah. we assume. And then it cuts to uh, the next day, the fucking tum-tums in the kitchen eating up all the food. Oh, wait, we didn't we didn't specify the, how the kids got home. Okay, we'll, we'll just say the grandpa dropped the kids off after oh, yeah. and they, they were, ponytail encountered they him. were singing a very um interesting <laughs> oh right very interesting song what was it too again what was the tune um oh fuck i can't remember it was like one of those popular like nursery rhyme kids songs do you have the lyrics written down i didn't write them down no it's it's basically like all about killing your teacher. Yeah. Instead. And there was blood on the ground. Sh- shooting her with a 40, 42 or a snub nose or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something that would most likely kill someone. Right. And this is where I was like, man, this movie's way darker than I remember. But it's not. That That's the only part that I was like, it felt out of place. Yeah, it was weird, man. It <laughs> just was cuts to weird. these kids smiling, singing about shooting like their teacher. It's like something you would actually find on the dark web. <laughs> Just these kids singing about killing a teacher. We don't talk about the dark web on this show, Patrick. Uh, so, <clears throat> so then uh, they get home. Their grandpa drops them off, and the, they see their dad, and they run up. They're excited. They haven't seen their dad all summer, and yeah. the dad just kind of brushes like, them fuck off. off. And all three kids are excited to see the dad, but the dad just makes a point to look at the one kid and just goes, "Hey, 
make sure you kiss your mother. <laughs> I'm like, does this kid just have a problem with not kissing his mom? Because I kind of have that same problem. It's fucking weird. Why yeah, would dude. you kiss your mom? And, uh... Then he, and then it cuts to the one kid, the oldest kid runs up and he kisses his mom and you're like, was that a little weird? He no, lingered. No, no, no. It wasn't the kid. It was the grandpa. <laughs> really? Stood there with the mom with like his hand wrapped tight around his, like her waist, but like the hand was low. <laughs> like that wasn't, a, that wasn't a father I thought you meant hug. the kid did No, that. no, 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 no. <laughs> the grandpa we stood with like both hands making contact. Oh my god. Like he was just grabbing as much as he could before that scene was over. Alright. So then the kids go in and uh they basically like just get unpacked and their mom's like the one kid who didn't kiss his mom normally is upset because their dad's gonna make them stop doing ninja stuff, basically. Mm. Because their dad's an FBI agent and he doesn't think it's safe for these kids to use throwing stars and shit. <laughs> Which is fair. <laughs> right. They are children using very sharp objects. So... And one of them is also a little bit slow, I think. <laughs> I feel like Tom Tom is... He, he's trying. The kid's like... fucking eight, man. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like... All he does is eat. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? Just... He's just so relentless. Then, so then it cuts to the kids in their bedroom... While these guys are, uh, the three robber guys are supposed to kidnap these kids, it shows them watching them. This is right before the Slurpee thing happens. And it shows the kids going to bed. And they're playing Mario, uh, Rocky, the oldest son, the oldest three ninjas, like talking to this girl, Emily, on his, uh, his what, what was it? It was like one of those tin cup yeah, contraptions, it the, the but it doesn't cans, have a string. Like, but the... Yeah, I could not see a string, and it's supposed to be going basically what I assume is across the street. Like, it's literally what we're recording the podcast on. It's on one of those, like, uh, spring-loaded mic holders. Yeah. And uh, it's just got a tin can on it. And it's somehow, like, clearer than my cell phone is sometimes. Right. So he's talking to Emily, and then the guys start... The two other brothers start singing Rocky Loves Emily. And then... The red light in their room starts going off, which signals that their mom's coming upstairs. So they all have like, um, they have like things in place. They all have their particular thing to do before mom gets to the room. So one turns off the TV and he does like closes certain doors and whatever. The other guy turns off the light and they all get into bed. The mom peeks in, sees that they're sleeping. And yeah, then... but that sometimes got his eyes closed really fucking tight. Really tight. Like he looks like he's about to shit his pants. Right. So then the mom leaves and then Tum Tum pulls out a bag of jelly beans. <laughs> he goes, guys, this is my other new secret stash of jelly beans. Do you want some? And they're like, no, just go to bed. And then you, all you hear is this little kid choking on a jelly yeah, bean. Yeah, it's just like a really distant... <laughs> <laughs> I just choked on a jelly bean. <laughs> that was probably one of the scenes that got me <laughs> yeah. pretty fucking hard. Because <clears throat> I forgot about that scene. So then, uh, and then it cuts to the the next day. The kids are getting ready for school. Uh, Tum Tum's eating all the food for breakfast. The mom's making lunch and he's like getting pissed at her for not putting enough jam on his peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> And then there's a knock at the door, and it's Emily, the girl that Rocky was talking to on the tin can. Oh, yeah. And they're all going to go to school together with their bikes. And uh, and then 
And then, like, they all leave, and the mom, like, throws their lunches to them. They get on their bikes, they bike to school, and they basically just ditch this poor little girl. They fucking just out-bike her yeah, and dude. leave her behind. She's just, like, she's just left there outside of this restricted area fence. Right, and this is the next day, and then as they're biking down the street, you realize that these robber guys, these kidnappers, are following them, because they realize that these kids are Well, leaving. they're staring at the kids biking around on this restricted area, so, they just so, slam straight into the back of this cop. Right, but not without, like, the guy in the passenger seat keeps saying, slow down, and the guy yeah. goes, I am, and he's like, slow down, I am, but they're both still looking at the kids out yeah. the side window, and he slams right into a cop car, and then Rocky bikes by, and just, what does he yell? Oh, it looks like someone got a ticket. And I just like, shut up, man. He yells, yeah, the driver yells, shut up, man. The kidnapper yells, shut up, man, out the window. And the cop just looks up at him and he's like, not you. <laughs> <laughs> that one got you pretty good. Yeah, so stupid. <laughs> so then it shows them getting to school or almost getting to school. And Emily is nowhere to be found. So Rocky goes back to see if she's okay. And then the brothers are like, ooh, Rocky loves Emily. Yeah, man. So when he's biking back, you hear Emily shouting for Rocky and he rolls around the corner and Emily's bike got stolen by these fucking Vanilla Ices crew. <laughs> yeah, they, they like, did look like just young Vanilla Ice. Yeah, that's what he looked like. And uh, he stole this pink girl's, this girl's pink bike because it's perfect for his sister, he says. And then uh, instead of the guys using their karate to get their bike back, Rocky just goes, I'll get your bike back. Don't worry. And then just lets them have the fucking bike. I just, I have to look up quickly who the, um, that chubby kid reminds me of, like the fat dude. Okay. Um, cause he, <laughs> he just looks exactly like someone, just like a younger version. So while you look that up, I'll keep talking about how fucking ridiculous this scene is where basically, okay, pretend you're a girl and you like a guy. First off, the guy ditches you during a bike ride. And then uh, you get jumped by a gang of vanilla ice wannabes. And they steal your bike. And then your crush shows up on his bike. Who, like, literally ten minutes before this, like, disarmed an army of ninjas by himself at his grandpa's house. Doesn't even jump in to get your bike back. Like, how fucked up is that? <laughs> so then, uh, did you find it? Oh, you think he looks like, uh, Doug Judy from yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? That's exactly who I think he looks like. Oh, you're crazy, man. He, he just reminded me of that. Like, he had the same kind of vibe. Right, young Doug Judy. Yeah, just, like, really fucking sassy. <laughs> sassy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he looks like he belonged, like that kid looked like he belonged in this 80s rap group called Fat Boys. It was just a bunch of. <laughs> it, but with a P. With, with like a PH. Oh, wow. And it's like, yeah, it's like fat black dudes who just like they rap about how much they love pizza. Nice. But like the, they have like the human beatbox. So, like, if you've ever watched Workaholics, do you know that show? No. No. The theme song from that song is done by those guys. So, oh. Shinfo. Anyways, back to the movie. <laughs> so then, uh, they ba basically, like, Emily has to walk herself to school, and the other boys bike there. Yeah, they just leave it behind. And then it, it cuts to 
them at school at recess, and Colt is playing basketball with his friends, and then the fucking Vanilla Ice gang show up and challenge them to a basketball game. Yeah. Vanilla Ice and Doug Judy. Right. And then Rocky and Colt go to play these kids in basketball, and they challenge these kids to a 10-point game. I know shit all about basketball. Right, but this I is what they say. Orange ball this is what they say. The this is what they say is okay. We'll play to ten points, right? So I'm like, okay, that's whatever. That's doable. Uh, and then he goes, "We'll give you guys a nine point lead to fucking Vanilla Ice," and they're playing for their bikes now. Yeah, I don't <clears> know why he gave them a nine point lead. He didn't need to do that, did he? No, but he was like too cocky, right? Like that was his thing. Was like. Oh, we're going to beat them no matter what. And then these guys end up like basically cheating by like yeah. just roughhousing and nobody got any fucking foul shots. That was like the <laughs> talking like it's a real basketball game. <laughs> just kids in a schoolyard. Yeah. Just so, the, the occasional 12 foot. So while that's the, happening, there was like, while that was initiating, there was like hundreds of kids around them yelling, fight, 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 fight. No teacher to be found. Nope, not a single one. <clears throat> so then these kids play the basketball game, and Rocky and Colt end up losing because, well, first off, they gave these kids a nine-point lead <laughs> yeah. to a ten-point game. And secondly, uh, these kids fought dirty, so they lose and have to give up their bikes. And as they're about to f- fight these kids for their bikes... Now a teacher rolls up and tells yeah. the kids to go in because recess did, is over. doesn't even tell them to go in, just blows a whistle. And points in the direction. Yeah. Blows a whistle, points, and all the kids disappear. Right. So then uh, what happens next, Patrick? Then it just cuts back to them at the house, I believe. Oh, yeah, and That's then the, that, the babysitter yeah, the, shows up, yeah, right? Yeah, this is the night that all, all the Home Alone copy and paste happens right so the doorbell rings and this woman who's younger than their grandfather but somehow way more decrepit shows up yeah but there's there's no introduction to who this woman is like you you can assume that she's the babysitter but she looks fucking terrifying right and the only reason you know is because they ask oh like where's dad and it's like oh your dad has to work late i'm going to meet him and the mom's putting on earrings so you assume that they're going for a date and this woman who just showed up must be the babysitter right So then uh, these kids, they're doing their own thing in their bedroom and the doorbell rings after the mom left and it's the robbers mm-hmm. and they came up with a scheme to dress up like pizza guys <laughs> yeah. and get it. So then they fucking throw the pizza into the old lady's face and shove her in a closet. And as they're doing that, they close the closet and lock it and one of the bad guys looks over at the main bad guy. The kidnapper, and he yeah, goes... like, not cool, dude. And then, and then he, he opens, opens it and just grabs a slice of pizza. He's like, that's better. And he closes the door <laughs> yeah, again. Just leaves the poor bastard in there. So they lock this woman in there. So then the kids, they're like... Uh, Colt sees these guys come in, and they have guns in their hands, right? So he goes in and tells his brothers. And the first thing that they do is the, the oldest brother, being like the smart kid, is like, we got to call the police. And then Tum Tum chimes in and he's like, you idiot, there's no phone in the room. And then he looks over at his tin cup and he's <laughs> like, I'll call Emily and she'll call the police. And while he's walking to the tin cup, Colt goes, no, wait a minute, Rocky. If we can take out these three bad guys with guns using our ninjutsu, maybe dad will let us keep learning. Another place where the credits could have rolled. <laughs> right, right. <clears throat> so... That's what they proceed to do is like home alone the fuck out of yeah, this. Yeah, they, 
they lock the guys in a room. It's like a painting room, like a room they're painting white yeah. and everything but in there is white. they lock them in there with one of the other kids who's decided to paint himself white. He's done the opposite of blackface. <laughs> he's wearing a mask, at least. Yeah, I guess it's not as bad. Right, but he's already white as well. So yeah, guess, exactly, yeah. It doesn't Just really Just double matter. white and, like, the only thing he could do is get himself a fucking pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> <laughs> Just to really blend in. Right, so then the bad guys go in there and they're trying to catch these kids. They focus on Colt. Colt is in the uh, painting room and he's hiding underneath a ladder, blending in. And he starts attacking these guys really like strategically and smart. Yeah. Like he'll hit them in the back of the head and the guy will just turn around instinctually and swing and like punch his buddy in the face. <laughs> and that happens to be his like tactic for the whole fucking movie. Yeah, pretty much. So then it gets to like a point where he convinces these guys he's like crawling under a sheet and these three guys crawl under the sheet as well and then it, it kind of sounds like they're like having sex under there because there's a lot of grunts yeah, there's and like moaning. a lot of above clothes stuff going on and the colt climbed out at this point and he's just kind of sitting beside it and then he starts whacking it with a paint yeah, stick but not very hard <laughs> right just like, enough just, to just hard enough so they can feel it but it's only a little like whack so these guys keep like hitting each other and then they come up from the cloth all sweaty looking like they just had the most intense threesome of their lives <laughs> biggest exhale of like <laughs> of life one guy lights up a cigarette no i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah so, so then... yeah the guy's doing his jeans up so then these guys what do they do at this point patrick do you remember they they don't catch colt no the... they don't catch so him. what happens they go well, if we can't catch this guy, maybe we'll leave and catch the other two, <laughs> yeah, and then so they he'll go come out. The other two kids instead. This just, is like face defeat. From this that is one the part kid. that they forget that they were locked in this room with this kid. Yeah. So how are they going to get out? So by this time, it cut to Tum Tum. He was like spreading oil and dish soap all over the floors. Yeah, but he was doing it in such a stupid way. He had like the the oil on his head, and he was just pressing it onto his skull. And spinning around in circles. Like, completely unnecessary and inefficient way of spreading (laughs) oil around the house. Right. So, you've done this before? Yeah, many a time. (laughs) The best way to do it is just to have a small brush, a palette of oil, and just get a nice thin coat. You don't need much oil to make robbers slip. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. Why? Well, I think the more... Does everyone that robs your house have incredibly grippy shoes? Yes. Wow. Do you make them take them off at the door as well? You? I try to, but apparently not everybody likes to <laughs> take their you. shoes off. Get over it, man. <laughs> it was one time. Twice. Oh, shit. It was twice. Yeah. <laughs> well, it I... would have been three times today if I didn't <laughs> remind you. <laughs> I could have stepped in dog shit before. Be grateful. So then uh, <laughs> these robbers try getting out. And the way that they lock these robbers in is they tied... Uh, one doorknob to another doorknob with like a bed sheet right it didn't look very stable so then as these guys are yanking on the door Tum Tum cuts it and they go tumbling back and they see Tum Tum and they run out to get him and they start slipping on the oil very like Home Alone-esque scene yeah and then uh, what happens from there 
they just keep slipping for a little. Oh, because the robbers, while. the robbers split up. Two of the two of the kidnappers go down to the kitchen. They follow oh, yeah. Tum Tum down, and, the other and then Rocky, the, the, yeah, Rocky stays after the lead kidnapper. And at this point, he has a bunch of ties of his dad's that he tied together, and he has like a rope that he made out of it, and he wraps it around the kidnapper's neck yeah, and makes like a noose out of it. Strangled for about seventeen minutes straight. Right, that and then is. he ties one end of the ties to the banister and the other end to the kidnapper's neck. And then just jumps off the banister. Right. And this fucking poor guy is sliding across the ground by his throat. Pulls his head through the banister. But then <laughs> the guy's literally, like, hanging himself in a noose. Yeah, with, man. With maybe, like, six inches of headroom to, like, wiggle enough mm. to... So he's choking this entire time, and then ten minutes go by while Tum Tum is fighting the other two guys in the kitchen, and uh, Colt has to distract them while he gets his his stuff prepared, which is like, what was it, flour and chili powder? Yeah, not sure why the flour was needed. I think it was like the smoke bomb effect that the ninjas have he was going for, right? I think the chili powder was the main element. Right. To make it hurt also. So Colt took on these two fucking guys by himself with their handguns yeah, out. absolutely ruined them. Makes them drop their handguns, then just goes in the kitchen. Doesn't even grab the handguns or anything. Right. He just le- leaves them with the bad guys and goes in the kitchen. So then uh, they start, the bad guys follow them in the kitchen and they the three ninjas are in there. They regroup and they start throwing these powdered bombs at yeah, these bad guys ass homemade home alone bombs <laughs> hit them in the face and they get chilly in their eyes right and then uh uh the the other guy's still choking upstairs yeah he's he's still choking for a he while he calls yeah. for help so his buddies just say fuck it for these kids and they go up and help this guy and these kids are like okay no they don't they don't go up yet because the kids are talking about initiating phase two. That happens while the robbers go up to help the dude from choking. No, because they make them drink. Oh, right. Those guys are trying to wash the chili out of their eyes. That's what happens. So these guys are trying to wash (laughs) the chili powder out of their eyes. And the kids go into the other room. They grab a drink that these kidnappers brought as pizza delivery guys. Yeah. And they pour laxatives into the drink. So much. And Tum Tum brings it into the kitchen and just goes, mm mm, this drink is yummy. And the kidnapper's first instinct is just to go, give me some of that. And they <laughs> run over and grab the drink and start chugging it. Like they were literally at a water tap. They could have just they, they had water just if they were that yeah. thirsty. But no, they just really wanted some Coke. So then uh, these guys have stomachs full of laxative. And at this point, I think they say, fuck it. And they go up to take care of their friend. Yeah. And uh, they cut them loose, and the friend, what do they do at that point? They're like, we have to draw these kids out. So the boss is like, let's go to their bedroom and find their weakness. And it shows them looking through, like, stuffed animals. And then they find the non-functioning tin can, which works (laughs) perfectly. Right. And they they put on the... The satellite (laughs) walkie-talkie. They put on the most amazing impression of the kid. Like, hey, you you gotta come on over. Emily! (laughs) And this stupid ass girl is like, come right, to the front door. All right, cool. I'll be there in two minutes. And she just walks in the front door. Straight she doesn't in the front knock. door. Doesn't she like, just it's like late in. at night as well, right? Yeah. And then it throws shows these three guys cuddle, like cuddling up behind a tree yeah. plant in the corner. 
And then they're supposed to be like actual criminals, but they're just stood there giggling right. because they're like fooling this small child. She eventually turns around. Oh yeah, we gotta also mention that when they were like following these kids in their van, it's like like the epitome of like a free candy van. Yeah, it's it's super. <laughs> it's rapey. so creepy. So everything these guys are doing just comes off real fucking it was like rapey. Pedovan.jpg. <laughs> That's literally what it was. <laughs> so then. Uh, <clears throat> They have Emily now to draw out the three ninjas. So they walk up to the room where the kids are hiding. I think it was their dad's office. And these three kidnappers hold their handguns to the girl's head. And they say, okay, you're coming with us now. So the boys start to surrender. <clears throat> and then uh, the two of the guys' stomachs start to get upset. And they have to take a dump. Yeah, they fucking bail on the situation. They give the main guy both of their handguns. So, so this he's guy holding three, three guns, guns now. Three guns. And then he looks up and Tum Tum whacks him in the face with a tennis racket a few times. Yeah, tennis racket. Then the girl fucking punches him and he hits his head in the doorway. And what did you say? You said, where was that shit when your bike got stolen? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, like, she'll fuck with a guy with a gun, but a dude that's, like, stealing your <laughs> yeah, bike, yeah. you're just like, oh, it's Rocky's If it's fault. Doug Judy and Vanilla Ice, then there's no way she's putting up a fight. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck with Doug Judy and Vanilla Ice. <laughs> So then uh, <coughs> then it shows them, like, basically letting their babysitter out and so proud of themselves for taking care of these three kidnappers. Yeah. And it kind of feels like the movie might be over. Like, it has that vibe to it. It does, it yeah. Ending. It sounds like it's wrapping it up slowly. And then the rest of the bad guys show up and actually straight up kidnap the kids. Yeah. <clears throat> and they bring them to this, uh, like, Navy ship. Yeah, and this is, this is where they're locked in the room. Right, right. so then they, they lock these kids in the room. And uh, Tom Tom's crying about how hungry he is, and he doesn't care who brings, who <laughs> yeah. saves him as long as they bring pizza. And then uh, Rocky comes up with the genius idea to get out. Oh wait, no! Before that, it shows the parents reacting to their kids missing. Yeah, they came home, their kids were missing. There's cops everywhere. They don't know where their kids are. And Emily just walks up, and you're like, "What the fuck? How did she get away?" She just like snuck out, I guess. Right, and she had a note from the bad guys for the parents, obviously like a ransom note of sorts. And uh, the dad's like, fuck, I don't know what to do. I got to get the FBI. We got to go take care of this. And the grandpa shows up in a fucking mist in a blue silk ninja outfit. Yeah, it's either the... blue silk or some sort of rain protective material. Right. It's, it's debatable. Could be both. So they show up and the cops all draw their weapons at the grandpa. And the dad's just like, no, wait. He's family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's the grandpa. And he, he like, basically says, give me an hour and I'll get the kids back, right, is yeah. what he, he says. He, he, well, no, he doesn't know that the kids are missing at this point. He's literally just walking over oh, and yeah. says, yeah, I yeah. just came to check on the family. He shows up in full ninja garb. I forgot we riffed on that for a bit. <laughs> With his massive sword in hand. It's like every time you go to check up on somebody, like, <laughs> oh, I haven't talked to my brother in a while. And I show up to his house yeah, and I'm in a fucking garb. silk ninja outfit. <laughs> There's like, there's fucking fog machine rolling behind yep. me, <laughs> backlighting. He opens the door. He's like, who the fuck? And I roll out. And I'm like, tis I. No, his, his fucking wife is like, call the cops. And my brother just puts his hand on her, pushes her back a bit and goes, Wait. no, <laughs> it's family. <laughs> I'm going to do that. That would be amazing. He actually te texted me last week asking if I had a fog machine for some reason. So. Wow. Maybe he's seen the movie. <laughs> Maybe he's got a prank coming up for me. <laughs> so then uh, 
the grandpa says, give me an hour, I'll get the boys back. And yep. the dad's at this point like, fuck, all right. So then the grandpa goes and he <laughs> shows up and he like climbs up the anchor lines yeah, like of this the is, Navy ship. There's like a moving spotlight that's going all around the sort of dock area. <laughs> and it's directly on him the whole time he's clambering <laughs> up this rope. Like the most conspicuous, glistening silk suit. As if one guy's imagine. like just watching him, like, what the hell's going on here? And he's just following him up the line, and he just goes, "Was that, is that a ninja climbing, up, <laughs> climbing up the side of the ship?" Like they spent so long debating what and was his going buddy, on. Yeah, his buddy, there's like, "Do you think we should tell the boss?" And he's like, "Yeah, probably not." No, nah, man, this is a ship full of ninjas. It's probably just one of our ninjas. <laughs> it's probably just one of the boys. <laughs> Why would any other ninjas show up? It makes no sense. <laughs> so then. uh the grandpa gets in there and he goes to save the boys, but the boys manage to come up with a scheme to get out because Rocky sees a phone in their room and he calls, he he calls the uh, what would it be called? The directory. He calls the directory and, he, and uh, who answers but a ninja in yeah. full directory gear, like a ninja with like a headset on his head, and he's like, <laughs> "Who can I connect you to?" Yeah. <laughs> and Rocky just goes. Hey, it's uh me, the ninja guy. Call me back. I'm doing a test if if this works in the boys' room. And then he like hangs up and then the phone rings. And Rocky answers the phone and he looks at the ninja at the door and he goes, "It's for you." And the ninja opens the door, puts his back to all of the children. In, and they just like hit him. No, he doesn't even do that. <clears throat> Rocky grabs the phone like a nunchuck. He spins it around and he fucking clonks the guy in yeah, the head. So fucking stupid. <laughs> And then they all escape. <clears throat> and then while they're out there, uh, they're like out running a bunch of bad guys hiding and stuff. And they pull a few tricks on some ninjas. And the grandpa's there taking out bad guys. Yeah, just very, very slowly. So at this point, uh, they had <clears throat> found out as well uh, when they were getting brought into their cell for holding. Uh, the bad guy who was like the right-hand man of sorts told them that the that ponytail was trained by their grandpa in martial arts and uh all the ninjas there were trained by that guy so everybody has like a similar fighting style to their grandpa yeah so uh colt is determined that their grandpa is now a bad guy because there's they saw a picture of their grandpa with this bad guy earlier in the movie as well so when their grandpa shows up to save them, it's just this fucking old man in a silk ninja suit. <laughs> and they're like, Grandpa! And Colt's like, wait, he's the bad guy. And then the grandpa doesn't say anything about it. He just throws a knife at yeah, them. Yeah, man. And it just hits the guy behind him straight in the lung. Yeah, just fucking like, murders that dude. You can only that guy is. And the kids don't even flinch. They just go, Grandpa! Yeah, they're just so happy. <laughs> like, they just saw this fucking guy get murdered and they just run to their grandpa. Not even worried that their grandpa literally just murdered a guy right Ex in front of them. Exactly. So then, uh... Then they fucking all kind of escape together to the training ninja training area. And, uh, they all fight a bunch of ninjas. There's, like, a ninja fighting montage... Uh, the kids beat up uh, steroid grandpa <laughs> with the pressure points there. Is it before or after where there's just that, like, random guy? I think, well, like, so the grandpa and the kids reconnect, and then something happens where they split up again. Yeah, they split up again, and then they 
so the grandpa says he's going to take care of the main bad guy, I think, and then the kids go down to the training center by themselves. Yeah. And fight a bunch of ninjas. <clears throat> they beat up Steroid Grandpa, which is like my favorite fucking name now, Steroid Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they beat the fuck out of these guys, man. Yeah, they they just like really... they make like um they make like homemade nunchucks by like tying two wrenches together and shit and they fuck these dudes yeah that's up. a lot of metal to suddenly have in your face right and then they also encounter the fucking painted face ninja on the way there yeah so he's just this really cool looking character like he probably would have been like the best looking bad guy yeah either the either bad the bad guy. guy or the grandpa he should have been either one of those right either one of the main characters in there, but he was all like face painted and shit, just stood there in this weird smoky room. <laughs> then he runs at the kids and they just release this steam into his face. And then he just progresses to have the most embarrassing experience of his life. Right. Colt grabs his yeah. fucking samurai sword and starts just slicing starts him up. Slicing him up, but doesn't, doesn't hit any skin, just his clothing. And then cuts his pants off. <clears throat> yeah, and he, he falls to the ground. Just in, in humiliation, like... and then Tum Tum <laughs> runs up to him. The worst of the three characters to further add to the humiliation. And gives him the fucking biggest sucker punch <laughs> of all time. The dude's humiliated. He's like the be- coolest looking ninja on the ship. And he just got it, his fucking clothes torn off by a 10-year-old a with a sword. And he's down there crying in his underwear, holding himself in the fetal position. And he looks up for a, a moment to just be like, okay, things are looking up. And he gets sucker punched by an eight-year-old kid. straight in the soul. <laughs> the funniest fucking thing. So then uh, after the fight in the training area... Uh, the grandpa jumps down and faces off with the main bad guy. Yeah. And <laughs> it was the fucking weirdest fight scene ever, man. The, the Tum Tum gave the grandpa jelly beans. Yeah. As like good luck. Beans, which was interesting. So then the ninja guy, Ponytail, starts beating the fuck out of grandpa and he has him in like a, a choking hold. He lifts him up off the ground and the grandpa yeah. shoves jelly beans in his mouth to which he immediately spits out. Yeah, like it, it's not the reaction you'd usually have to jelly beans either. Right. Like if it would someone be like, jammed some jelly beans in your throat, you'd probably start chewing. Right. So the reaction this guy had would more like likely be somebody being like, okay, I have AIDS and then pouring a gallon of their blood in your mouth. <laughs> Like, that's not how you react to jelly beans. That's how you react to AIDS blood. Yeah. You know what like, I mean? When he was younger, his parents used to just pour jelly beans directly into his mouth. Right. And like, just, he had some sort of Vietnam flashback. That's his only weakness yeah. is jelly beans. <laughs> the, even just like when they're not even in your mouth anymore, just the fact that they were in there, the dude's just yeah, traumatized. He's, just, he's shaking. He's sweating oh. profusely. And then the grandpa punches him a couple times, flips him. The guy's on the ground, and the br- grandpa's about to give him what we think might be the killing blow yeah the death punch and then he looks up at his grandkids and you can tell that they're like fuck yeah grandpa do it (laughs) yeah and the grandpa's just kind of like what kind of example would i be and then he doesn't do it he seriously should have done it that would have been a brutal end just like punches straight through his fucking skull right blood everywhere all the kids just like yeah grandpa (laughs) fuck yeah so at this point, the kids run up to the grandpa. They're all, like, kind of hugging and shit. And I look at you, and I'm like, there's still, like, fucking 45 ninjas surrounding yeah, them with you, swords and guns You know and what bothered out. me the most about this film? What's that? Must have been 
150 guns. <laughs> one shot was fired, and it was at the main bad guy in the shoulder. Right. So the the best the, the best quote in this movie, I think, is. Uh, when they roll, the kids roll up to the ship, and there's a bunch of ninjas outside in full ninja garb, which like is totally not inconspicuous. Like if there's dudes surrounding a ship in ninja outfits, like that's gonna yeah, signal. Man, if something. you were a dock worker and you saw that, you'd probably be like, eh, I'm "Probably gonna call this in." <laughs> right. So then uh, they they all have guns as well. Yeah. And Rocky <laughs> goes, "Oh man, they all have. Look at these ninjas. They all have guns." And Colt goes, "If they have guns, they aren't real ninjas." And I was like. Yeah. <laughs> He's right, you know? It doesn't matter. They would never fucking use them anyway. Right. So, and if they did, they'd be like the fucking stormtroopers of the oh, three yeah. ninjas. Yeah, just so. shooting directly up at this guy. So then, uh, after these guys are surrounded, they defeat Ponytail, and they're surrounded by 45 ninjas still. Um, the ninjas just all draw fucking automatic machine guns out to fire on these kids and the grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden you you hear a gunshot the bad guy gets up with his gun hey get, and then you hear a gunshot and it's the dad from like up at the top of the ship he like shot down and hit the bad guy in the arm so he dropped his gun yeah that was a long shot to make with like a fucking <laughs> especially 90, at that angle <laughs> a 90s revolver right. directly like down <laughs> fucking just killed it though yeah and oh, then, I killed uh, one of my kids in the process, but at least <laughs> yeah. I got the bad guy. Sorry, Grandpa. Yeah, you actually heard nine shots, and it cuts <laughs> down. There's like three ninjas, and then the three ninjas, yeah. and the Grandpa, and the bad guy all have <laughs> fucking wounds. Um, so then, uh, the, obviously, the FBI saved the day. They all go back home, do their own thing, and then it cuts to... Uh, the dad basically tells the kids they can keep practicing with their grandpa and be ninjas or mm. whatever, right? And then the way the movie ends is uh, <clears throat> a scene where the Vanilla Ice and uh, Doug Judy's gang roll up oh, on yeah, their bikes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they want to cause more trouble with these guys. And Rocky, who's been like the pacifist the whole time, saying we, we shouldn't fight them, finally like just snaps beats the fuck out of the one guy yeah dog judy gets his ass handed to him and then uh the guys all the kids just drop their bikes and all the, and the three ninjas and emily get their bikes yeah back. like the, there's no sign that these kids are then going to turn on the other bullies as well right but they all just decide to drop their bikes and run away i mean wouldn't you i mean i you probably wouldn't drop my bike no like <laughs> you put the fucking nunchucks down man you've had those for like an hour <laughs> You're spinning them around. Your forearm must be exhausted. I'm nunchucking in here. We're doing my ninja. I'm getting my nunchuck workout out. <laughs> so then that's basically how the movie ends is they get their bikes back. Yeah. And then they ride off into the sunset with the same music for every bike ride in every other 90s movie about kids. Right. <laughs> okay, so that was the movie. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Patrick. Sure. Uh... How do you feel they could do a sequel for this movie? Like, what do you think they would do that would be different from what we just saw? I mean, I have no idea. There was no sequel bait there whatsoever. Like, like we just saw Home Alone meets Die Hard f fighting ninjas. Yeah. 
Home Alone meets Die Hard meets Miami Connection. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all the ninjas were YK Kim students yeah. and they all needed guns. Yeah, they're like mid-40s blokes just walking about <laughs> in a midlife crisis. Yeah. Um, Although all those guys had their t-shirts on, so... <laughs> yeah, they did. And they had goggles. We didn't talk about the yeah, fucking they... ninjas. Every ninja had a pair of goggles just random on. ninja goggles. I have no idea why. Yeah, it made no fucking sense. Yeah. Like, they all carried M16s, but goggles just in case. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> in case one of us has to shoot. Yeah, dude. You never know. So then, uh, yeah, okay, so the sequel, what do you think they'd do for I a sequel? I literally couldn't tell you. I have no idea what they would do for a sequel. Are you, are you interested in watching the sequel? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can think of is what I said to you when the film finished is like, maybe they just now go around stealing bikes from kids and selling them <laughs> and they end up making they, some sort of like criminal. Yeah. They turn to a life reselling. of crime. Yeah. That'd, That'd be, be cool. good. But no, that's not what happens. Babbles. So we'll talk about what happens on the next episode uh, that I do with you. At least I don't know. We'll probably do that as the next episode. Three ninjas knuckle up. Is that what it's called? Oh, wait, no, Kickback is the second kick one. Kickback, of course, it is. The third yeah. one's Knuckle Up. Knuckle Up. And then the fourth one is High Noon at Mega Mountain. Wow, fuck. They went all out for that last one. Right. Damn. So, uh, I got I got two more questions for you. Go on. Uh, the first one is, what would you rate this movie out of five? I mean, probably like a two. Really? Yeah, because so was... this is like this. You you think this movie's worse than Miami Connection for you? Yeah, Ooh. I would say so because it was it was a predictable kids movie, you right? Know? Like, I mean, there was some wacky shit in there as well, but not even close to some of the other shit we've seen. So not even the weird dark parts, the weird turns that it took, were like entertaining enough to bump it up to like even a five out of ten, like not even a fifty percent. Yeah, I don't know. It's it a was, 40 for you. Yeah, I would say so. It was, it was, um, yeah. Well, I'll, I, I gotta say, you're gonna be very, very disappointed when we watch the fourth movie. <laughs> <laughs> if this is a two for you. Uh, well, I mean, I'm being pretty, like, harsh about it, but, like, that's, that's the most honest rating I could probably give. Right, right. I would probably give it about, like, a 2.5 out of 5, like, maybe a 3. It's, it's, I, I feel like it wasn't a bad movie. There was nothing about it that was bad. No, like the, the kids were fucking Kids were the great well. actors. The choreography was good. Yeah, man. Um, there wasn't really anything that jumped out as like a big flaw to me. There wasn't anything that just like annoyed the fuck out of me. Even no. though I've, I've had people here, let me read. My one friend, Adam commented, I'm going to read the comment to this. Cause this, this is something I thought of like 10 minutes into this movie. And I was like. Man, I totally get what he's talking about. So that post that I had uh, commented uh, where the guy from the Three Ninjas had commented, the guy from Three Ninjas Mega Mountain, so oh, yeah. the guy who plays Colt in that movie, uh, <clears throat> my buddy Adam commented on it and said, uh, let's see here. I honestly tried this movie last year, remembering it fondly as a kid to introduce it to my kid. But after 15 seconds in and the 82nd, oh yeah, <laughs> it was a hard no. Victor Wong would be the only reason I could have stuck. 
around on account of the reputable appearances in previous 80s and 90s bangers. So that was what Adam said. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I have to agree with him on that. That was, uh, <laughs> that was pretty, like, fucking annoying. It really was, yeah. Um, it was like, it, sometimes it was, it was a bit too delayed from, like, where the moves were actually happening. There was right. just another three added in at the end of the fight scene. Right. Just fucking jamming them in to the, for the quota. So there's a couple things I forgot to talk about. On, on uh, Black Dynamite, I forgot to do the trivia. Just, like, the random fun facts about the movie that we watched. And uh, there's a few here that I think are pretty interesting I wanted to talk to you about. Because one of them we didn't actually even mention in our conversation. But uh, I'll talk about it here. Um <clears throat> So Disney actually acquired the distribution rights to this movie and the studio found it too violent and the filmmakers responded by adding cartoon sound effects to lessen the violence. So the one we watched, I think, was one of the international ones. It didn't have like honks and stuff every time there was a punch. It was actual like psh, psh, like bullshit fights. I I get that, to be honest, because that was like, that was the same amount of violence as like most R-rated martial arts movies probably had in like early 80s right just like beating up though yeah is what you're saying but yeah. like there was no murder well there was one murder <laughs> there was but we'll just we'll leave that door closed <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah so they did that uh did you know uh so we must have watched the international version because in the version we watched which is the international version the boys lost the basketball challenge and a scene was at the end of the movie to tidy up loose ends. So the one we watched, there was that scene at the end. I guess in the normal one, they wouldn't have had the scene where they got their bikes back, which I think would suck if there wasn't that final fight scene. Yeah, just like letting those kids get away with it. Right. Um, Let's see, what else here? Uh, In international versions, Colt's name is changed to Mustang. And... uh, Colt was originally named Pony. It's another one that was on here. Right. Um, let's see who else. The guy with the uh, painted face, the ninja, mm. was actually Colt's trainer for the movie. So his martial arts trainer. Wow. So like, it would have been cooler to see him in the movie more, but whatever. Um, here's the scene that I was referring to that we didn't talk about. So the basketball scene. Mm. Uh, Colt got flipped over and landed on his face, apparently, from what we could tell. Oh, and he yeah. got up and you were like, that's the fakest bloody nose I've ever seen, right? <laughs> that's what you said, yeah, right? Man. He actually did get a bloody nose. That was his real no bloody way. nose from shooting that scene. Yeah, so that's a pretty interesting thing. I was going to tell you about that, but I totally forgot that we didn't even talk about <laughs> that. So, yeah, so that's pretty much like some fun facts uh, on IMDb about the movie. Um... I would recommend this movie to anybody with kids. I think this is like a good movie that you could probably watch with kids, but I'd say maybe make sure your kids are like... Not mental. I'd say about Tom Tom's age, so seven or eight before they watch this, because I think the younger you are, like I watched this probably when I was like four or five, and there was so many holes in the wall after that, man. (laughs) Yeah, between this and Power Rangers... uh, it's a, it's a surprise that my brother didn't have more hospital visits. So, um, yeah, that was Three Ninjas. And uh, my last question for you, Patrick, is uh, who are the Three Ninjas? 
Who are the three ninjas? Well, see, I love dragging this question out because I always know what you want me to say. Right. But I never quite say it right. <laughs> and I just, I just love watching you sweat right. on the other end of the microphone. Because like, you don't want to switch up it. and say another word and get, it. and get B on the bingo. <laughs> That's At it. the end of the episode. <laughs> Shit. No way. That would be awful. <laughs> they are my ninjas. 